This is a story of how God saved Anita from Hitler's hell. And that is today's Morning Moxie. Welcome to the Morning Moxie Show. I'm your host, Alicia Sharp, and today is Testimony Tuesday. And I wanted to take just a second to explain to you why I do Testimony Tuesday. God talks about in Revelation how we will overcome by the word of our testimony, and also how I know when I hear other people's testimonies and what God has done in their life, it builds my faith. And it is like hearing the word of God. It's hearing what God does in other people's lives. And when you do hear those things, it builds your faith. And so I share these testimonies every week because it simply is amazing what God does in other people's lives. Like we're so surrounded and consumed a lot of times just by ourselves and what we see. But when we get out there and we get our eyes out there as at what God has done and is doing in other people's lives, it really opens our eyes to how big God is because he is in every corner of this earth doing magnificent, marvelous things. Today's testimony is from a lady named Anita, and it's also from a CBN testimony and talks about how she survived Hitler and being under that era and how horrible it was, and but how God restored her and even reunited her with her mother at the end. Here it is. Anita was born to a Jewish mother and a German father. And even though she was raised an atheist, that hardly mattered to the Nazi regime. You had to register either Jew or Aryan. And I said to my mother, where do I go? I'm a little of both. And she said, you're going to be under the undesirables. Persecution soon followed, especially in school. The little Aryan boys, they would throw dog manure and horse manure at me and girls would come and beat me up and call me Jew brat. All the while, Anita had to declare allegiance to Hitler. We had to sing the German anthem and, and I vowed I will never let that word Heil Hitler come over my lips. Fearing repercussions from the Nazis, Anita's father divorced her mother and abandoned the family. Soon after, the Gestapo came to their home and took Anita, her mother, and older sister to the ghettos. It was there Anita met a working-class German family who didn't prescribe to Hitler's hatred of the Jewish people. They said one day, would you like to come to church with us? I said, yeah, I've never been in a church. It had beautiful, big, stained glass windows. They depicted Christ's birth, life, death, and resurrection. And I kept looking at him. And I was so overwhelmed. Something happened to me. Christ came into my life, into my heart, my soul. I had a peace inside of me that I had not known before, and I felt a security. No matter how things got bad in school and everything, it doesn't matter, and ballet was no longer important. I had traded it into something much better. To Anita's mother and sister, it was nothing more than a fantasy. But Anita knew Jesus was real, 
And the next day, she told her friends what had happened. I started to cry and I said, what can I do to make them believe me? And they said, you do nothing. Turn it over to the Lord. He is going to do the doing. You just love your mom, love your sister. When they see your happiness, even in the midst of all the horrible things that are happening, the Lord Jesus will do his thing. Three years later, in 1937, Anita began attending school at a Lutheran church that was still open to Jewish children. One day, the minister visited their home. He brought each one of us a Bible, and he said, we would be very happy to have you in our church. And my mother said, aren't you taking chances? You could get locked up. But he said, how can I possibly not be interested in helping God's people? Anita's mother started attending church and eventually gave her life to Christ. Meanwhile, the pastor tried to secure visas so that the three of them could flee the country. But only her sisters arrived, and she escaped to England. The next day, September 1st, 1939, Germany invaded Poland. And Adolf Hitler plunges mankind into a second world war. With the borders now closed and heavily guarded, Anita and her mother were trapped. Next, the Nazis launch a systematic campaign of harassment, persecution, and even murder. They burned all the synagogues. They demolished all the, the storefronts of Jewish businesses. They dragged old men by their beards out of their homes and put them into police wagons and shipped them off who knows where. At 15, Anita was banned from school and forced into heavy labor alongside her mother. For years, they lived in constant fear as the Gestapo took away their family and friends one by one. Then, on January 7, 1944, they came for her mother. I didn't know at first where they had taken her, and then I found out that it was Camp Theresienstadt in Czechoslovakia, a very bad camp. Seven months later, Anita was sent to the Barthold concentration camp where for hours a day, she dug ditches deep enough to trap Russian tanks and eventually developed blood poisoning due to the untreated blisters on her right foot. I couldn't dare to let them know I was limping because they had the attitude, if you think you're not going to be fit to work, we're going to shoot you in the spot or I'll club you to death. And I said, Lord, keep me strong. There, Anita met others who also loved Jesus. We were housed in a filthy old cow barn. We weren't allowed to speak to uh, each other. But when the guards went looking, those of us that loved the Lord, we couldn't help us and talk about it. And we'd sit and rehearse verses especially Romans 8.28, and we know that all things work together for good. And we asked the Lord that if he wants us to live, would he please help us to escape? And I tell you, leave it up to the Lord. He devised a fantastic plan. 
In January 1945, Hitler's forces went into full retreat as the Soviet Union closed in on Germany. Anita and four other girls were put on a wagon for transfer to another camp. Using cigarettes and some change Anita had kept hidden, they bribed their driver, a Polish POW, to take them to the nearest train station. A train surrounded by German soldiers was about to leave. In a daring move, Anita approached one of the men, claiming the girls were local villagers fleeing the Russians. And I said, could we ride with you? We're separated from our family because of the war. Is there room? And he said, we will make room. They got off at Bautzen, Germany, where Anita sought medical treatment for her now badly infected leg. She was still recovering in the hospital when Russian soldiers overtook the city on April 21st, 1945. A few days later, the war in Germany ended. Once released from the hospital, Anita spent the next five weeks hitchhiking through war-torn Czechoslovakia. Then, on the morning of June 7th, she reached the camp where her mother had been held and finally reunited with her mother. First, we didn't say anything. We were just so stunned. Then, finally, we hugged each other and praised the Lord and cried. And another one of God's miracles. I mean, it was so amazing what God did. One year later, Anita and her mother immigrated to the United States and made a new life in Minnesota. Now, as a grandmother, she shares her story of how she survived the Holocaust, a miracle she credits to Jesus, who she met when she was just seven years old. He said, let the little children come unto me, because theirs is the kingdom of heaven, and lest ye become like little children, can you not enter the kingdom of heaven. It takes that kind of a faith. I have an awesome God. I am not awesome. He is. That was a testimony from CBN.com, and you can find that clip on YouTube if you search under CBN Testimony, How I Survived Hitler's Hell. Well, that is all I have for you today. I hope that you have enjoyed this awesome testimony, and I will see you again tomorrow for another episode of Morning Moxie. Have a great day. God bless.